Hey guys, this is Jane, and you're listening to episode 15 of Tacos and Tales. and Tales, a deliciously scary podcast for the taco enthusiast. This is Liz, and this is our last episode of 2018. Welcome. And I'm Jane. Hello, everybody. Like we discussed on our last episode, this will be our last episode for... uh, uh Our last episode for 2018. So we'll be taking a break to celebrate the holidays and be together with our families and give you guys a break from our antics, mesmerizing voices. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it should be an interesting next couple of weeks. I have a cruise coming up this week and um, we have some other fun activities to do with the family, like Jane said. And. I can't believe that we're already done with 2018. Like, it's, it's been crazy. it's been a cool year. We started a podcast. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten quite a few listens, so we're pretty much famous. I mean, TVH. We are cruising towards 2,000 downloads, which is mind blowing. When I um, asked Jane about starting a podcast in July, I think it was in August. Maybe it was in July. Well, actually, okay, story time. So I was going to start a podcast by myself because I like to listen. I was listening to a podcast and I was like, you know, I can, this is something that I can do. And so I was going to do the podcast by myself. But then I broke it to her that there is no her without me. Where you start is where I end. After I heard this devastating news, <laughs> um... I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know why I didn't think about, you know, like... Including me? You never do. About having a sister podcast and... Sister podcast. So that was a really cool, um... What is it called? Idea. No, but like... Revelation? No, 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 like a milestone. Yeah, a milestone. The, the decision to start the podcast together and... So now we're 15 episodes in, it's been half a year... And um, what we're, has, two, we're two thousand listens in, so somebody has literally played our voices two thousand times, and that's yeah. that's pretty crazy. I don't yeah. If they made it to the end of the episode, <laughs> who's to say? I hope that they did. But um, what uh, what was has your favorite episode been of the podcast? What was your favorite episode? I would probably say my favorite episode was the um, the one after we went to Boca Chica. I think we were just like so, we had so much anticipation to record that. And there was so many like creepy moments on the trip and on the dark roads, traveling and on the beach. So I think uh, there was a lot of anticipation for that episode and I really enjoyed it. That was a good one and that's the one where... We had our aunt sit in and tell us some stories. Yeah, and it kind of led to um, what the inspiration for our podcast was, where our aunt told a story, and then our grandma had um, a story to tell, and and then my dad started telling stories. So I think that's really the inspiration for our podcast, was just 
um, those stories being told from our family members and um, yeah. just that camaraderie and um, time together. Yeah. Hashtag family. Yeah. Taco, and hashtag taco family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we're so lucky because my dad has a hundred stories and my mom has a hundred stories. So really it's, it's it's interesting around here. We're all pretty scary. <laughs> um, we're creepy and we're kooky. <laughs> taco family. <laughs> um, da, 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 da. Okay, no? Okay, no. But I think that my favorite episode was um, the one that we did with Nell. Because I feel like it was so funny and like, I don't know, it was just very, like, the dynamic was good. It kind of felt like we knew each other or something. <laughs> like, we feel like we've grown up our whole lives together. That was one of my favorite episodes. And um, I have also liked all the episodes where Taco Mom comes in and tells our stories. Because we have heard several of her stories before. Um, but every time we hear them, it's kind of like the first time because they're so scary. And we're so happy that she's able to share those with y'all. And um, hopefully next year we'll get my dad to, to tell us some stories. And that way his stories can be immortalized that way as well. Um, but thank you to everybody who has downloaded us, shared us, rated and subscribed. We really appreciate you. Um, we wouldn't be doing this if we didn't know that somebody was out there listening. So thank you. So on today's episode of Tacos and Tales, we will talk about, what are we going to talk about? Well, we're still doing Christmas. Okay. Just because it's... I think today's Hanukkah. Christmas time. I think it's tomorrow, December 3rd. Um, we're recording on please hold December while we put 2nd. This, while I put this in my doodle machine. How do you spell Hanukkah? <laughs> we need like some elevator music. Uh, Hanukkah begins tonight. Just Des- Hanukkah <laughs> begins December third. Oh wait, I did Hanukkah two thousand nineteen. Wow, this is going on far too long. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yeah, Hanukkah begins today. Oh okay. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. Happy Hanukkah, everybody. <laughs> so I think we'll start with a couple of. I have a couple of fun facts for you. Liz and her fun facts. Everybody enjoy. Everybody come along. (laughs) So okay, so my first fun fact is from Norway, and in Norway it is believed that witches and evil spirits um, are in search of brooms to ride. So on Christmas Eve they fly around and attempt to go and come into your home. So people hide all of the brooms in the house, and the men go outside and fire their guns into the air to scare them off. That's not safe. Not at all. (laughs) Now let's go a little bit east. East? To Japan. I think, isn't it? I don't know. Okay. Let's uh, wander on over to Japan, and uh, let's talk about some fried chicken. Okay. What's your favorite fried chicken? Like fast food fried chicken? Um, I would probably say Popeyes. Okay. Send that check, Popeyes. <laughs> so in Japan, it has become a tradition that every Christmas dinner, they have KFC. 
What? Uh-huh. Yep. They, um, apparently it's, it's a legit tradition in Japan, and they will order their buckets of chicken months in advance to make months? sure to make sure that they have their chicken on uh, Christmas. And apparently, this started in the seventies when KFC did like this whole marketing campaign. Oh my like, gosh! Like, oh, you know, KFC is the perfect pair to your Christmas dinner. And it was so successful that it established a, a new, new tradition. I think that's kind of like eggnog. Um, was also like the birth child or the what is it? Mind child, brain child, brain child of um, marketing, along with putting butter on bread. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um, that's so interesting. Hashtag marketing, super super important. Maybe we need to get on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so those are my two fun facts for you guys. And I have a bunch of other fun facts that I'm going to be sharing with you all on Facebook and Instagram. So if you haven't followed us yet, make sure you do so at Tacos and Tales Podcast. And so that way you don't miss out on any more fun facts. Ding! Cool. Thanks for sharing the fun facts. No problem. Would you like to tell your story? I had so much fun. Um, I think I'm going to talk about something that we all need to take a moment to discuss. Okay. Super important, and it has recently invaded Christmas, and I just, I don't like it. Okay. Okay. It's weird. It's uncomfortable. Okay, I'm scared. I don't know where this is going. And honestly, just get rid of it. Like, it doesn't have anything to do with Christmas. Today we're going to talk about Elf on a Shelf. (laughs) What the hell? Talk about marketing, okay? This is the creepiest thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. Probably not, but it's up there. So, it is from the... <coughs> it came from the book uh, by of the same name, Elf on a Shelf, A Christmas Tradition, uh, from Carol Abersold and Chandra Bell. So basically the way that the story goes is that this little elf comes to your house or whatever child's house. I keep looking at the phone like I have an audience. (laughs) We're trying a little something different with our (laughs) mic position. So we're not too sure where to direct our way. (laughs) And I'm gesturing wildly in case y'all can't see me. Maybe. (laughs) We're going to put this on YouTube. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Maybe next year at some time we'll do like a Facebook Live (laughs) podcast. Probably not. I don't have any makeup on. And I haven't washed my hair since yesterday, so. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so basically this weirdo little elf comes to your house uh, in the month of December to watch over your kids. Um... And make sure they behave in the last days up until Christmas. And so the kid can't touch him or he will lose his magical powers and not be able to report back to Santa their behavior. Um, But the creepiest thing is that this particular elf shows up in a different spot every morning. I'm just like, who thought that was a good idea? The sentient thing is like moving around in your house every day. It ain't it. It is I not mean, it. at first, like, I thought it was kind of cute and, like, a lot of parents got very creative with it. It's weird. 
But, I mean, is it so weird? It's kind of like, think about, like, we had our episode where parents do, like, random or tell, like, creepy ass stories to get their kids to behave i mean basically this is a modern modern day a yeah. modern day uh thing i think if you see the actual elf like he has like this little devilish smile so it's even creepier i don't know i don't like it if you have kids and you're doing elf on a shelf more power to you but it's weird goodbye okay, it is kind of weird so does elf on a shelf have like demonic no. Origins. <laughs> I don't know. We'd have to ask Carol Abersol. Does this is her brainchild? Kind of sounds to me like she was kind of tired of her kids. <laughs> <laughs> so instead of like spanking them or something, mm-hmm. she put all her energy into writing a book. Can't say spanking. We're gonna get hashtag. You can't canceled. say spanking. We're gonna get hashtag canceled. Instead of punishing them. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So that's my little holiday. Weirdoness. Hmm. What about you, Liz? Let's talk about you. So before I get into my stories, <laughs> um, I think it's time for a taco break. Taco break! So for our very last taco break of 2018, we're not going to talk about tacos at all. <laughs> <laughs> Plot twist. <laughs> so being the month of December... I believe that no other food exists other than tamales. (laughs) 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 That was good. I agree with that. (laughs) So, for those of you that don't know, um, what is a tamale, Liz? Um, So, a tamale is... Tamale. A tamale is uh, kind of like a taco. It's like a it's not taco remix. <laughs> um, so it's um, masa, corn masa, which is what a tortilla is made out of, and you fill it with different kinds of meats. Typically, people will put pork. Um, you prepare the pork with like some dried chilies and garlic and stuff, and then you spread the masa onto a corn husk and then you put the filling inside the corn husk and then you steam it and And it is amazing it is amazing please don't use my description as a recipe (laughs) (laughs) because there's much more that goes into it but basically that's the the gist of it and um during the month of december especially in the latin communities it's the food of choice and um people will make hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of tamales <laughs> with different fillings bean and cheese chicken chicken and green green chilies um cheese and jalapeno cheese and jalapeno mm, that sounds so good sounds so good Takuma makes amazing tamales <laughs> and so hopefully she makes some so we can share them with y'all on yeah. instagram so good what is your favorite kind of tamal? Um, I would say my favorite kinds of tamales are my mom's. But aside from that, I would probably say I really like chicken tamales. Mm, with green salsa. Yes. Mm. And I like for my tamales to be um, fried. <laughs> <laughs> I like them to get crispy. You put them on the pan and they get crispy and they're just 
so good. <laughs> so we a have, cup of coffee. It's just like comfort food. Yeah, it's um reminds us of a lot of our childhood and our grandma who also made amazing tamales, the original tamale maker. Um, so what we do on Christmas morning is usually we'll have made, or Taco Mom will have made tamales, and she, um, saves them for Christmas morning, and we just kind of fry them up in a pan, and we serve them with, um, scrambled eggs, and that's just like a memory on a plate, because it's very delicious, so we definitely recommend that. Uh, my favorite tamales, I think, are cheese and jalapeno oh yes that's really freaking good but um we are actually not being specific enough we're talking about mexican tamales oh yeah there's a lot of different kind of tamales there's um you know from all latin america they all have different version of tamales and our dad um is from el salvador and so el salvador tamales are a little bit different than mexican tamales I prefer Mexican tamales. I do enjoy a Salvadorian tamal once in a while, but it's not my favorite. Me either. Mexican tamales all the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's enough on our tamal tangent. <laughs> <laughs> so this concludes our uh, tamal break. <clears throat> so I have two stories for you today. Um, my first story comes from guess good old probably germany, germany. I found, really yes. i found so many stories regarding germans no <laughs> my first story is from germany and it is about nick ruprecht i don't think that's how you say that um or farmhand rupert <laughs> so we'll call him farmhand rupert because i don't want to offend german ears <laughs> <laughs> He is a one of Santa's henchmen. Is it henchmen or hen, hen, henchmen? Henchmen. Okay, I said that. Henchmen. And um, so what he does is uh, he actually has a little bit of a different task. Like typically, um, these people will go around and punish bad kids and do like give good kids stuff right mm -hmm. so this guy his thing is that he will he goes around and he will go up to children and ask them to pray if they can they'll get um an amazing piece of gingerbread and if they can't he will give them something useless and beat them with a bag of ashes <laughs> okay so <laughs> sounds like uh somebody's trying to get their children to remember that uh jesus is the reason for the season <laughs> or oh, only uh, during christmas time yeah only during christmas time. Oh, okay so kind of sounds like maybe somebody wasn't learning their prayers <laughs> and they were like, if you don't learn your prayers, somebody will come beat you with a bag Rup of ashes. Farmhand Rupert. Farmhand Rupert's coming to get you. Good Lord. That's weird, right? Yeah. Germans. <laughs> I love y'all, but. So that, that was a little short one that I have for you. And my next story is. Oh, you have two stories. I said I had two stories. Cause that one was just small, but I really liked it because I loved it. I liked my favorite part was the beating with a bag of ashes. <laughs> um, but I really liked this other story. So this uh, 
story comes to us from Italy. Okay. And uh, it is about La Befana. So according to Italian folklore, she is an old woman who comes on Epiphany Eve, which is January 5th. And uh, she gives gifts to all the children of Italy. If you have been good, she will leave you candy and presents. And if you've been bad, she'll leave you a lump of coal, onions or garlic, or dark candy. Dark candy? Uh-huh. I'm thinking like some black licorice. Ew. That's so nasty. I don't know. I could would kind of probably appreciate the garlic. I've been having like such a craving for garlic. I had garlic fries two times this weekend. Those garlic fries were so good last night. They were so amazing. (laughs) Okay, but uh, people will leave out wine and morsels of food for her rather than cookies and milk. Um, She's described as a hag riding a broomstick and wearing a black shroud and covered in soot because she's been going down people's chimneys Drinking wine, eating morsels. <laughs> so me? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so one legend says that three, the three wise men asked for directions to where the baby Jesus was going to be born. But she didn't know. Um, so she let them stay the night and provided them with some meals and let them rest. The next morning when they started uh, back out... They asked her if she wanted to go with them, and she said no, because she had too much housework. Okay. So, as the day went on, she regretted saying no to them, and um, she started out um, to look for them, but she was never able to find them. So, the legend is that she's still looking for them to this day, and for the baby Jesus. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. I guess she didn't get the rest of the story. What story? The story of the baby Jesus. Oh. <laughs> and what happened to him? Oh, oh no. <laughs> um, <clears throat> there's another darker legend that says that she had a child and that child died. So she went mad and set out to see the baby Jesus, whom in her mind she believed was her baby. When she found the baby Jesus, she brought him gifts and candy, and he was so delighted that he also gave her a gift to be the mother of all of the children of Italy. Hmm. Interesting. Uh-huh. So, she does not come without a lesson. If you see her, she will thump you with her broom. Because <laughs> she doesn't want to be seen. Same. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so it sounds like to me another lesson from a parent. Yeah. Keep your ass in bed. If not, la befana's gonna thump you. <laughs> you don't want to get thumped. <laughs> but those are my stories for today, and uh, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, thanks for sharing. No problem. I loved the way that it intertwined with the Christmas story. <laughs> well, I think, um,. I think it's really interesting to learn about other people's traditions and other people's stories. Obviously, we have a podcast about stories, but I'd really love to know, like, 
what are the traditions that you and your family have and you know what what do you guys eat do you guys give presents to everyone do you even do christmas let us know we're so interested yes we are and you can send those stories to us at tacosandtales at gmail.com and um, we'll definitely read everything that you send us. And uh, I noticed that we've been getting a lot of downloads for uh, from Mexico, so I don't know what's going on there, but hey, Mexico, thanks, guys. <laughs> Hola, como están? Mucho gusto. <laughs> um, so when we return in 2019... Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully everyone will have had a chance to catch up on all 15 episodes, keeping in mind that the first ones are a little bit rough. Mm-hmm. And um, in 2019, we plan to unveil our Tacos and Tail merch. Yes. We have a lot of cute things in the work for you, in the works for y'all. Yeah, so um, we'll probably be doing a giveaway for some, maybe some shirts and stickers. Um, so please like, comment, subscribe, share, all of the above, um, and make sure that you are 100% caught up because when we come back in 2019, it's on and popping. We're going to bring it, we're going to come at you 1 million percent ready for, well, uh, well, not to speak because I have no idea what I'm saying. She's so good at hyping people up, you guys. (laughs) We're going to... (laughs) <laughs> we're gonna be so good you guys that it's gonna be good <laughs> it's gonna be really good <laughs> but um yeah so um so guys the time has come and we're so excited to be with you guys in 2019 we hope you guys enjoy your holidays And from the bottom of our hearts, we want to wish you guys a A very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Year.